Welcome to What's That About? We're back. Christmas special 2017. Hope you've been a good boy or girl. <laughs> if you want to waste an hour of your life on Christmas Eve and you're not religious, here's the What's That About Christmas special. <laughs> Silent night, holy night, or just really boring night if you're listening to the What's That About Christmas special. A jingle bell, jingle bell, what's that about, Rock? It's... <laughs> It's the 2017 Christmas special. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not have your expectations too high. And I'm telling you why. Because this is the 2017 What's That About Christmas special. Don, we are back in the in the pod cave at a pod cave. I think if you if you have a podcast, you need to have like a cool name for where you host your podcast. Yeah, cage. I like pod cage. cage. Yeah, I like it. Breakfast like radio, it. basically. <laughs> <laughs> so we took some time off because I had another kid. Congratulations, thank you. I think I've got too many kids now. Three, three, three under four. Yeah, it's a bit too many. I think it's too many. Yeah, regret. Possibly a mistake. <laughs> I'll open a drawer in the kitchen, there'll be a kid in there. I'll open the cupboard, there's a yeah. kid in there. It's like the guy from Get Smart that pops up in all these little yeah, weird yeah, places. Yeah. <laughs> Too many children. Too many children. Yeah. So, how's it going? Pretty good. It's been pretty uneventful. There's only one thing that's happened that has been mildly amusing. Mm. At about the two-week mark, our baby had to go back into hospital with a fever. And we were in the emergency department and the nurse came in to get a temperature read. And we turned around and the nurse had a rectal thermometer up the back passage of our baby. Yeah. <laughs> and my wife was going, oh, that's going to be painful. And the campus nurse in the world has turned around and said, it isn't. <laughs> it was very funny. And then two minutes later, the doctor came in and said, have you got a temperature check yet? And my wife said, yeah, the nurse took it with a rectal thermometer. And the doctor said, um, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's very weird. <laughs> probably the best thing that's happened so far. Yeah, that's really funny. That's not bad. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, it's actually, it's actually going very well. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Now, I've got a question for you. When yeah. you were... Trying for your third baby. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Did you announce to anyone that you were, were trying for a third baby? We didn't. Do you, generally? No, I didn't. But a lot of people do. And it's, I've just, I was having a think about it. And it's this weird situation where when people say they announce to their family that they're trying for a third baby, it's like the only time you're really admitting that you have sex with your family. I don't know if other people's dynamics are weird, but you go into your grandma yeah, we're trying for a baby, Grandma. <laughs> there you go, that's really weird. But if you get too specific, I don't think Grandma will like it. Like, yeah, but now we're trying for the baby in a couple of minutes next door, in the next room. Is it? <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't get too specific. It's this yeah. weird societal thing. Yeah, you can only be yeah. very, very general. Yeah. It's like when you, like when you're, my wife was late stage pregnancy and she's overdue and everyone's like, oh, you know, here's what you can try to get her to go into labour. Mm. And everyone was saying, you need to have sex with her to go into labour. Yeah. And I had a cheer squad of hundreds of people telling me to go and have sex. Where were they in high school? Yeah. I right. needed them in high school. <laughs> 
Uh, your friends probably were saying that in high school, and there's just no one willing to participate. <laughs> <laughs> so, Christmas 2017. Last year's Christmas episode was our most popular ever, which is it's this surprising. Thing. It's a low bar, to be honest, but it was, yeah. Yeah, it was the highest number of downloads, but I think it was the worst episode we've ever done. Yeah. So, we had one shot with these people... And we lost them. We blew it. I think most of them were Santa's little elves. Or just <laughs> <laughs> downloading. Yeah. Well, they're little and they're well, cute. Well, making the yeah. toys. They listen to the potty. Yeah. It's <laughs> quite good. <laughs> That's very cute. Yeah. But clearly, those listeners never came back for the New Year's resolution episode, which got the lowest number of listens of all That's time. That's right. What have you been up to in the break? Uh, nothing, really. I worked and then I came home and had a cup of tea. And then went to bed and then got up in the morning. Basically, I'm getting as jaded as the dad from the Wonder Years. <laughs> like, I'm coming home, I'm like... And then I chuck my bag in the corner and then... That's about it. Is that- <laughs> he was an angry man, that dad. Yeah, yeah. He? I'm totally turning into Mr. Arnold. <laughs> Jack Arnold, I think his name was. I always liked, though, that he had his business shirt rolled up two sleeves. Like, two rolls on yep. the sleeve. And have you noticed when any politician works on the weekend, they, <laughs> they, all, do, they yeah. always roll their... Like, or after 6pm, they roll the sleeves yeah. up because they, they're doing overtime. Yeah. <laughs> this is like we're getting down to business yeah. and just being really effective. And if I wore a tie, it would be loosened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the top button undone. Yeah. And you're yeah. often holding a ball of some description. Which a is ball? Kind of, oh, I was doing your troubleshooting like, ideas. Yeah, yeah. troubleshooting ideas with a ball. <laughs> well, I did do one other thing which uh, you don't know about, but basically I was having a look at this website and basically it's where all these people come on and they offer a service for $5. Fiverr? Yeah, Fiverr. I've heard of Fiverr. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically some guy was offering to do a rap about anything. So Mm. I sent him a couple of points about our podcast and I commissioned a rap. Mm, I'm very nervous already. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's worth about $5. I think he probably... The amount of time we spent on it was probably worth about four dollars fifty. But <laughs> right. let's play it and see what you think. Okay. Yeah, got him saying what's that about? Yeah, it's looking down. You know that they get it on, sipping on the pavilion, and that's all night long. Cause you know right now they ain't got the listeners But best believe that they voice getting hella hurts Even when they laughing at too many rain jokes It's okay cause you know they always bring it up What's that about? That's just what they say Hold it down every day in that OG way Looking down like Luke and the Don Come together and they do it all night long Guess you didn't know, but well, now you know Cause this what's that about? And if you don't know, when you better ask them now. What the bloody hell is that about? <laughs> That's a good question. That's five dollars worth of rap. <laughs> it's exactly five dollars worth of rap right there. Five dollars worth of crap. Yeah. I could not understand <laughs> a bloody word he was saying. The only thing I could get from it was that he thought we're getting together and doing it all night long. That's <laughs> we're brothers. That's illegal in most states and yeah, territories, and so it should be. It's- <laughs> It's weird. <laughs> that is really strange. Yeah. Now, he did say that uh, we did it the OG way. I'm not exactly sure what that is. is that- <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure the OG way, and this is me being a little bit OG, yeah. is <laughs> original gangster. Right. I still don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> 
We're the least gangsters. Yeah. And the, to be honest, we're the least original as well. I think there's like 4,000 other podcasts that no one listens to. <laughs> I actually thought OG. I thought he was talking about OJ, orange juice. He just spelled, didn't know how to spell juice. So just decided with a G. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so non gangster. I'm like, I'm a fructose at the moment. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not having a juice. <laughs> that upsets my stomach. What are you? <laughs> well, so are we going to use that from now on? Is that the the theme song? <laughs> the theme song. Well, maybe. I might get. I might commission another rap, and maybe we'll play it next time. <laughs> okay, so. It's Christmas. It's 2017. We've had a crazy year. What do you got up your sleeve in terms of Christmas facts? You've unearthed some gems. Well, last year we did this. We went the fact for fact Christmas showdown. It was a fact off. It was a fact off. Yeah. And none of the facts were particularly interesting. No. So this year we've gone back and you can't reuse any of the old facts. Yeah. So I'm very worried about the interest levels. It's a fact challenge. Okay. So the first one. Let's just go one for one. So, apparently, there's a village in Peru who settle the year's grudges by fist fighting on Christmas Day. Festivus? It sounds like Festivus for the rest of us. It's the real life Festivus. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And they bury the hatchet and start the new year with a clean slate. Do you know who I would be bringing into the Christmas Day grudge match? Who? This is very specific, so stay with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drifting off already. Do you know when you're walking across the road... And a car is being kind and letting you walk across even though they've got the right of way. Yeah. But when they move their hand too aggressively to tell you to move on, move on, get get across, get across. Yeah, yeah. And it's like they're bossing you around a little bit. Mm. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> I it. I agree, yeah. I would rather wait for them to go through yeah. and go after them because I feel like they're just they're controlling me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, back off, man. Back off. Don't hurry me. I'm yeah. going to walk across the road at my speed. Yeah. Those people are coming to the grudge match. Also, this, these people aren't coming to the grudge match because mm. this is just annoying more than malicious intent. Yeah. Is when someone goes to hold the elevator for you or the door for you. Yes. And you're coming from a distance. Uh. And they are being kind. But because they're holding it for you, I have to go into a little jog. Yeah. And it's even worse when it's someone you know. Because yeah. I'm a pretty antisocial guy. I just don't want to speak to anyone ever, basically. <laughs> and then you're stuck in a whole lift conversation with someone. <laughs> I'm jogging. I'm having the awkward chat in the lift. Yeah. There's nothing about that that's working for And me. unless it's like a little jolt on the lift that you can actually become a talking point, I'm struggling for anything. You know, like it's suddenly, <laughs> ooh, that was a bit, uh, <laughs> a bit of a, how's that? <laughs> Alrighty. So that's uh, fact one. I'll, I'll give that a six out of ten. Next, uh, you're up. Okay, so I've got one. Apparently, there's a area of Spain, Catalan, where uh, basically the Catalonians include a figure of this thing called a cagana, which is a guy. Uh, he's in the nativity scenes, and he's basically a small figure of a defecating man. And he's basically just a picture of this little figurine of a guy doing a poop. In the Christmas N- nativity, nativity scene. scene. Yeah, yeah. So, in all other ways, it's the same. Yeah. But there's a little extra guy doing a poop in the corner. Yes. <laughs> Basically. And I, I looked at, I googled one of the uh, figurines and it looked like he was pooping whole chicken drumsticks. So, <laughs> so very fast metabolisms, the, the Catalonians. <laughs> okay, your turn. Okay, back to. In 2010, during Christmas, mm. the Colombian government had a marketing strategy in order to, there was a bunch of guerrilla terrorist fighters who were in the woods or the jungle or the forest. Mm. 
Something with trees. Yeah, there, were, yeah. there were trees involved. Your knowledge of Columbia is uh, astounding. <laughs> <laughs> so they were freedom fighters. And the Colombian government came up with this idea of trying to remind them of the society they were missing out on. So they, where they knew that these freedom fighters were, you know, walking around, mm. they put Christmas lights on these trees and they triggered a sensor. So when the guerrilla fighters triggered the sensor, the Christmas lights came up on this tree. All right. And there was a note kind of saying, um, you know, if Christmas can come to you in the jungle, you can come back to society kind of I think they were trying to make them kind of reminisce about their old life mm. and get them back to um, you know mainstream society and apparently hundreds of guerrilla fighters put down their guns and went back to society through this marketing campaign of the ad agency that came up with it won all these awards yeah right but I think if you're if you're a freedom fighter and you're walking through the jungle and there's like these Christmas lights that light up mm. with like a slogan. I would shoot the tree. You would I would freak out. <laughs> <laughs> you totally would. Yeah. The last thing you would do would be like, oh, good point. Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, well, I've, been, well, I've been wasting my time here. Yeah. Gun down, back to Christmas lunch. Quick question. Yeah. When anyone in the news or anything references gorilla fighters, do you picture a gorilla in your head? <laughs> because that's all I'm picturing. I do. I'm picturing gorillas. Yeah. Very well trained Harambe gorillas. or whatever that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Harambe. Harambe. I'm picturing Harambe. But then apparently the next year they got the family members of the, you know, gorilla fighters. The other gorillas, yeah. The other gorillas. <laughs> Magilla gorilla, was he in there? <laughs> he should be. <laughs> He's for sale, apparently. <laughs> that is such an obscure reference. Yeah, then I'm going to unearth the Magilla Gorilla theme song and I'm going to insert it now. <laughs> now. We've got a gorilla for sale. Magilla Gorilla for sale. Won't you buy him? Take him home and try him. Gorilla for sale. See, it does exist. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. But apparently the next year they got friends and family to write little notes in these kind of balls that had lights in them. And they sent them down the river into the jungle where the guerrilla fighters were. Mm. Hoping that people would pick them up, read them. And it's essentially messages saying, come home. And that was quite effective as well. Yeah, right. Doesn't take much to bloody turn a guerrilla fighter. Nah, that's... <laughs> Che Guevara would be rolling in his grave. Yeah, I think so. That doesn't take much at all. <laughs> Miguel Guerrero would not be happy. Either. No, no, no. He would not. Because <laughs> no one's bought him yet. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> <laughs> He's been for sale for 50 years. Is it? <laughs> I can't believe how obscure that reference is. <laughs> okay, so I've got another one. Apparently in Venezuela, and South America's really coming to the party this Christmas. You've got a Colombian fact. I've got a Venezuelan fact. Apparently it's tradition... To journey to mass on Christmas Eve in roller skates, <laughs> which which makes complete sense to me because I mean, I was a kid, I just liked to go into mass so much, I'll be more than happy to partake in a very high risk behaviour just in the hope of injuring myself on the way to mass, <laughs> and I wouldn't have to go. I, if I could skydive or bungee jump into mass, I would be doing it <laughs> in the hope of an injury because. <laughs> Anything to get out of going Anything, to mass. Anything, any excuse. Yeah. I remember we were kids, we had to go to mass pretty much every week. Yeah. And that, the moment mass finished, 
you were ecstatic because it was the longest possible time until more math. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Roll roll the skates or roll the blades? Skates. No, they're old school in Venezuela. Yeah. Don't riddle me this. When you uh, have a pair of roller skates or roller blades, don't you reckon the rubber stopper on the back heel that's designed for stopping? Well, I think it was actually on the front heel of roller skates. The front? Yeah, it was on the front, wasn't it? Oh, my roller... Maybe roller skates on the front? Yeah. Roller blades on the back. Yeah. The rubber stopper on the back of my blades, my uh, inline skates. Yeah. That's a myth. That didn't work. That, that was not doing anything. That was like when you go skiing and they tell you to do the slice of pizza to slow down. Yeah, yeah. That's not doing anything. <laughs> I fart. I speed up, if anything. With that. I just get hungry, mainly. <laughs> if I, as soon as I do that. <laughs> and it's a disincentive to do the pizza thing on the skis because I just want to get down to the bottom so I can get some pizza. <laughs> yeah, I've got one more as well. Yeah. You're a bit of a space head, so you might know more about this. But apparently, when the engineers that designed the flight path for the Voyager space mission, yep. when they were plotting the path of that journey, mm. Jupiter, Saturn, I think it went out that, mm. that way. And apparently, when they were plotting the path, they made sure that the Voyager space shuttle didn't pass a planet on Christmas Day. Oh, why? I looked for ages to try and figure out why. But at face value... Mm. All I can... There's two logical interpretations. Mm. One is that they were like, maybe it's risky for a space shuttle to fly near by a planet and we don't want to be a disaster on Christmas Day. That's one interpretation. That doesn't sound feasible. Let me get to my second one. Yeah. (laughs) Second one, they're like, oh, what if there are aliens on Jupiter and we don't want to disrupt people's Christmases? (laughs) (laughs) It just ruined their Christmas. I can't think of Where did you read the initial fact? Um, it came up a lot. It's on a lot really? of, a lot of kind of like, you know, zany Christmas facts articles, but also right. when you go to Voyager space mission websites, it's there as well. And there's no reason given. I looked, I could not find the why. Oh, that's weird. You might need to get onto this. Yeah. I'll hit Reddit. Yeah, hit They'll Reddit. Look, yeah, they know. They it, know this stuff. And it could be, it could be a myth. Mm. But I'm interested in why. I can't, I cannot think I of can't. why. No, nah, it doesn't sound right to me. Can you think of a third reason? I can't think of any reasonable reason for that. Interesting. Yeah. That's a good fact. Thank you. So, they are the Christmas facts. Bit of a pop quiz here. Yeah. What is the most memorable Christmas gift from your childhood? Bloody good question. Um, I think probably early 90s, we've got a Super Nintendo. What's your most memorable? Well, we had a, we were lucky enough to get. This, I think it's an Australian board game called Nightmare, which oh, featured yeah. a VHS of some out of work actor in horrible makeup. And we're at a graveyard. The board was a graveyard. The board was a graveyard. Yeah. It was basically they couldn't afford the set for a graveyard, so it's basically this this guy behind a green screen or something <laughs> with, a, with a hoodie on his head. <laughs> with a hoodie, yeah. yeah. And the makeup as he gets older, or well, as the game goes on, he yeah, gets yeah, good. You know. More evil looking. Yeah. Anyway, I found it on YouTube. Oh, it- really? <laughs> yep. Can, so, you, can you play some of the audio? I'm going to play a, a similar of the best things. And I don't know who wrote the script, but he is a genius. Good. My record, and this, tell me how good my memory is. Yeah. My memory is when he starts off and he's quite healthy, mm. he's speaking kind of like, you little maggot. Like he's that kind of voice. Yeah. But then when he gets really weak and old and frail at the end, yeah. he's like, that wouldn't be very good. <laughs> 
Well, I, I'm gonna, a little snippet of early and late. Let's just find out. Here we go. Answer me, you maggot! Now, old one, how old are you? Banish you to the black hole. <laughs> you ask why? Because I am the gatekeeper, and this is my game, and your nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> That is the best. <laughs> I remember that now. That, that is, is a trip down memory lane. Well, that's a, I think we've nearly run out of Christmas facts. The only other story I've got is the year I got a massive pimple on my nose, went to the doctor, and then he basically started paint, making Rudolph jokes for, like, <laughs> the whole consultation. Our family has a history of getting massive nose pimples on Christmas. Yeah, our older brother, Nick... In fact, I can only remember three years he hasn't had a big pimple on his nose yeah. for Christmas. Like, nah. Always he, gets it. He's always guiding that sleigh tonight. Yeah. <laughs> the Rudolph jokes had their day. Yeah. I like the next phase of joke where it's you talk about the pimple like it's another person. Yeah, I like that. So, yeah, do you guys want to drink? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that's my favourite at the moment. Yeah, you guys look like you need some alone time. I'm going <laughs> to... So we thought, I guess this is the the next wave of the podcast. So we did, you know, 40 odd episodes and then we had a bit of a breather and we're coming back again. And we thought we might mix it up a little bit with some new segments. Mm -hmm. We thought we might do a little segment where we look at social etiquette problems and kind of offer some helpful advice to the listener around these issues. Let's cut to the intro. If you've got a social problem that makes you want to run and hide, then we recommend you listen to Luke and Don's Etiquette Guide. Luke and Don's Etiquette Guide, if you want. Okay, so the first issue is a pretty big one. Mm. You know when you go to a party or a dinner party or a barbecue or anything where someone's hosting kind of an eating session at their house? An eating session, yes. That's how I view it. I yeah. like, put a trough out, I'll turn up, we'll <laughs> yeah, eat yeah. it, we'll go. And you, as a good guest, will bring food. Yep. A wine or something. Wine, yeah. beer, cakes, biscuits, anything mm. to kind of add to the hospitality yep. as, a, a, as a nice guest. Mm. And then often what happens is at the end of the function, what you brought, there's some left over. Mm. And that could be anything from a full unopened bottle of wine to half a cake or half a packet of biscuits yeah, or a packet of chips. Yeah. The dilemma is, at the end of that function, is it okay for you to take what you bought back with you or do you need to leave it at the host house? Mm. It's a tricky one. Or is it? I think it's pretty clear cut. Smarter minds than ours have grappled with this. Yeah, yeah. So what's your personal policy? I reckon... If it's a dinner party, like a small gathering, whatever you bring, you're forfeiting all over. Yeah. So, there's a, essentially, there's a, there's a hosting benefit. Yeah. Where you, you get the spoils of hosting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, apparently, if you're a good host, you have planned all the drinks and everything. So, you don't need that wine. So, it's basically a gift. Right. 
That's what I hear. Yeah. And the only way you'd actually have that wine is if the night's going so well and the conversation's flowing so well that they've run out of drinks and then you have to open it then. So if you're not opening that drink, you're basically just a boring person and you need to just leave. I think like the night's not actually going that well and I want to keep this wine for having to put up with your conversation. If it's a big party, on the other hand, yeah. you probably can take it home. Okay, so this is okay. This is a little bit different. Mm. So if it's like a house party and you bring a six pack of beer yep. or a case of beer, yeah, pretty rock and roll. Yeah, and <laughs> when you go to leave, people are kind of just a bit all over the shop, and half your case is just sitting in the esky. I'd be, t- I'd almost be tempted to take it if it's yeah. a a random party where you can listen. To be honest. If I could, I'd take anything back if I could get away with it. But if, like, if, if there was a guarantee that no one's going to find out, it's in the trunk. It's in the trunk of the car, <laughs> and I'm hightailing it down the highway. But so this, is, I think we're pretty yeah. much at the same place. Yeah, it's like we feel we do need to leave whatever we bring there, and you can't bring anything back. Mm. But with every fiber of our being, we want to take it back. Yeah, because <laughs> you've spent money, <laughs> and I think with food, that's gone. It's definitely gone. Well, an unopened packet of Even, chips? Yep, unopened. Hang on. Kettle? Uh, let's just say, strap down like grain waves. Nah. Ooh. That's more of a... Sour cream and It's a main it. meal chip. <laughs> I think that's... <laughs> nah, that's gone. That's gone. So, in a situation where someone brings something, mm. and then they, at the end of the night, go, okay, well, I'm going to take back whatever's left of what I bought. Mm. What do you think is their logic for that? Just a complete disregard for society. Okay. <laughs> for how society works. <laughs> or is it that they've gone, everyone's bought something to the table. Everyone can leave with what they bought to the table that's left over. Nah. So they're minimising the role of the host. Nah. They're just being selfish. I think they're, just, <laughs> I think they're like, I bought it, I want it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's it. So, I guess we're concluding at, you bring it, you got to leave it. Yeah, I think that's that's a safe bet. And people- Unless you don't care. And I can respect it. If you genuinely don't care what anyone thinks of you, I would do the same thing. I would just take it back. <laughs> yeah. And I'd probably give the finger on the way out, and then I'd just get in the car. <laughs> I would do that hip thrusting thing where you kind of do a little bit of a... Yeah, <laughs> you slap your thighs, you slap yeah. your groinal region. Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's the first etiquette segment done. Mm. People do look to us for opinions on Always. social etiquette. Always, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> the awkward thing is going to be next time I go to a function at someone's house. Mm. When people go to leave with stuff, if they then listen to this podcast, yeah, and I've outed it as that is not the acceptable thing to do. A little bit trouble. There's trouble. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that is the end of the Christmas special. It's pretty special, pretty special, and pretty Christmassy for probably a third of it. So <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. First episode back from a bit of a break. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. If you could give us a review on iTunes, we would really, 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 really appreciate it. And um, just. Actually, just re-listen to it to bump the numbers a little bit. Just, actually, yeah. Listen to it 500 times. We'll just chuck it on repeat, go on holidays. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Um, while we're at, kind of a little bit of a shout-out to another podcast which I have appeared on. That's right. I've got, I've got other things going on. Are you what? 
I've got other things going on, man. Yeah. I don't tell you everything. Good. <laughs> um, Tall Tales and True is a podcast which hit the number one on iTunes, uh, which I... iTunes Australia. So, let's just... Well, uh, let's not, not that good. <laughs> Where I told a story on this storytelling night for the radio and they've just kind of repurposed that into a new podcast. Mm-hmm. And it hits number one on iTunes. There's like me in Australia. And- <laughs> <laughs> There's me and ten other people telling a story and great podcast. Did I mention it was number one? I'm not sure if I you did in Australia. And um yeah. is it number one of the whole of iTunes or just within that specific category? Whole of iTunes. Really? Yeah. Alright, I'll I'll cop that. Cop well played. Could be better with me in it. But- <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Yeah, no. It's actually... I've had to listen to it. It's fantastic. Give it a listen. Uh, Luke's story is also excellent. And uh, see you soon. Have a good Christmas. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.